Welcome, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Hey, ho, hoping everybody is having a dandy day. Um, I'm going to be going through some of your crafty questions today from YouTube, and let's jump right in. Um, Let's see. Angela Baker asks, I bought a General's Sketch and Wash graphite pencil. Not so great. I guess I will try Amazon. Um, have you, uh, okay, so yeah, I've had that experience too. Um, my favorite uh, water soluble uh, graphite pencils are the Aquarellable Stabilo pencils, 8046. I buy mine online on Amazon. I think maybe you can get them at the regular craft stores too, but um, they just really dissolve well. They were recommended by um, Lori Jenkins. And um, she just raves about them, and I loved watching her use them on her videos. And so I finally got some <clears throat> a while back. And uh, I, I have tried some others and just have been disappointed in others. So um, I would say all I can tell you is that was a successful brand for me. Um, and uh, she seems to like it too. There you go. But if you like to enhance or increase the focal image in the center of anything or any image that you have some... Um, neutral uh, or light paper around it. Um, this will give a beautiful um, grungy hue around it, which is really kind of cool. Great for steampunk uh, designs as well. Okay. Um, then she also says, uh, have you tried the toilet paper and paper towel project with a mold? They push it into the mold with the paper with the water and Mod Podge. Just another messy fun idea. Um, I think I have. I don't know if I've added Mod Podge though, but so let me put that on the idea list. That sounds kind of fun. Um, but I will definitely uh, check out on that. Okay, let's see. Oh, oh, okay. Apparently um, today's or yesterday's video was filmed without sound. Sorry about that. Um, I was not aware of that when I uploaded it. So, well, we're just going to keep moving forward and pretend that never happened because um, somebody may have mentioned you may be able to hear the sound on a, on the podcast. Um, on my uh, video podcasts, which are viewable on Spotify, if you're a podcast person, you might get sound on that. I don't know why. Not sure. I'll check it out. Um, but anyway, onward and forward. Sorry for the goof. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, old old Haggies actually brought it up. She said, did anyone else put on her podcast while watching this to get her voice at the same time or just me? Um, thank you, Old Haggies. I didn't know that was an option. Um, so thank you for bringing that up. Okay. Um, okay, so getting lots of people asking about, where's your voice? Where's your voice? Okay, sorry. It was, it was my error, user error. Um, uh, Okay, love the silence. Okay, I'm, I'm getting it in spades here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> please forgive me. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see, Donna Swisher asks, Morning, Pam, love that cover. How did you make the little flowers on the front? <clears throat> or was that part of the fabric? The trifold heart you had clip, paper clipped in was cool too. Um, let me think. I think the little flowers were on the material. Oh, yeah. No, I know what she's talking about. Yes. I did not make those. It came that way. Yes. That was not my artistry. It was a, I believe it was a fabric swatch uh, from a wedding book of little snippets of things you could have put on your wedding dress. And I, I think I got it in the thrift store or something like that a long time ago. And um, that's, what, that's what that was. Um, okay. Here we go. Being punished for no sound, no sound. Okay. Um, 
Margaret Connor is asking, am I to take that the last journal has sold and I missed it? Um, well, the, the, the current journal that I'm finishing working on is the fabric covered journal on the left of the picture of the Chunky Monkey versus Flat Writing Style. Still not finished. Um, it's almost finished. Um, so I am still putting some finishing touches on it and I will do a, um, a video on that when I'm ready to sell that one and I'll put it up in my Etsy shop so you will know. Okay. No sound, no sound. Uh-oh, I'm in big trouble. Um, what happened to the sound? No sound. Okay, okay. Uh, don't hear anything. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. Anyone want to request for the good? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. What are the marker smudge things you used and where do you get them? This is from the Got Index Card and Sewing Pattern things. Oh, um, they are either Distress Crayons, Gelatos, um, and the like. I'm pretty sure it was a couple of those. And I buy them on Amazon. That's where I find mine. You can, I think I've seen them in Hobby Lobby. You can probably get them in most big art stores. Um, they're great for, they'll melt with the heat of your hand when you smudge. Um, some can also be moved with water. Um, not really quite sure exactly all of them, but I've, I've tried different things. I like smudging with my finger because you can move it around pretty easily. Um, uh, Silver Lining asks, hello Pam, all, all of your works are beautiful. Is it for sale? I believe you have lots of uh, final uh, touches on a junk journal. Okay, so this is the one I'm working on currently. It will be for sale. It's not sale for sale yet, but that will be coming very soon. Stay tuned. Um, I'll do a video, a little walkthrough of it, a flip through, and it will be for sale in my Etsy shop. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, Patricia Hino. Hinojosa asks, love your videos, Pam. Where can I get those flowers, gorgeous die cuts? Um, it's, she's referring to the journal cards, the easy fun way, master board collage, no rules. Um, I'm thinking, she's thinking of maybe, what would I've used? Gorgeous flower, where can I get those flower die cuts? Fla gorgeous die cuts. If they're actual die cuts, either I used my Big Shot Sizzix die cutter. It's a hand cranking machine. You need die cutting dies to cut with. Um, or somebody gave me the die cuts and I'm using them. Or I punched them out with a, a flower paper punch. There you go. Those are the options. Welcome. Uh, Amy Weber says, will you be doing more embellishment videos? Oh, gosh, yes, absolutely. Um, uh, there's a million and one ways to embellish video, uh, junk journals, and we will, we will play with them all. Um, 
GCTRS. I'm interested in how much this journal will go for. You put a lot of work and time into it. How do you know when it's complete? Uh, the, well, the, I can tell you the journal generally says when it's complete and I'm um, not quite sure on the pricing on this one yet, but um, it will be up in Etsy and um, you'll be able to see it there. Okay. Um, finally jumped in. Okay. DHS. Thank you for always saying reckless abandon. Uh, question. I have some beautiful ladies, Victorian face portrait printouts, three, three by fours, and not sure how to use them. Could you do a video on faces? Thanks for all you do. Um, yeah, I can, and I can give you just some general ideas. If you have some beautiful portraits, um, they make beautiful covers for journals. If you want to use them as a focal point or an accent point, you can also use them as pockets or tucks, depending on how you, you know, where you place them or a little, um, belly band to put something small underneath. Um, <clears throat> I'm assuming now, I don't know why I was assuming that they were oval shaped, but they could be, they could be squares or rectangles as well. So you could also, um, put them on the cover of a mini journal or a mini book that you want to use and put that inside of your bigger journal as a nice little extra add on piece or removable piece. That would be a lot of fun. Um, let's see, Elise KT said, did you change the format of the junk journal explanation found in your newsletter? Um, I saw an episode where it was in two columns format where you cut it into two columns. It looks more compact and easy to stuff in a page. I think I did change it at one point. Um, so yes, I think that's a yes. Will you be, okay. Will you be making more embellishments with book pages? Okay. Amy wants to play with book pages. We will play with more book pages and make some embellishments. Amy, that will be fun. Now make sure that if you haven't seen all those videos, I have, I think, quite a few of those videos. There's a, a playlist called using up book pages and it's all about, it's all about making embellishments and things like that from uh, book pages. And there's like over 75 videos. So I'm not sure if you've seen them all, but that's a good place to get started. If you're hankering for more book page ideas and I, I do love to play with book pages. So I'll be playing with more of those in the future. Um, real D dessert says, love this video. But can anyone tell me if you can do this in a soft cover like Pam's collage cover one? Um, curved hidden spine. Um, you can totally do a soft cover and, and it can just become a curved hidden spine because if it has no structure in the spine itself, you can just push the central signatures in deeper and mold it. If um, let's say you used a direct mailer um, piece of paper, like um, a magazine or something like that as your cover. And then you put fabric over it or felt over it and then fabric over it to build it up to make it a little bit thicker. It's not going to have a strong, sturdy spine area unless you actually insert a piece of um, hard spine cardboard in there. So um, you could put a curved piece of hard um, spine in there if you wanted to do that. Um, and just sew your signatures into that. It should technically work the same way. Um, I don't see, foresee there being any problem with it. Um, you would just go ahead and attach your signatures as normal. And then your, your covers would be a little floppier because it's a soft cover journal, but they would still function just like the hard cover would. That's, that's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 how come sunshine is always so sleepy? Asked Catherine Hewitt. Um, and I think that's so funny. Um, well, I would say sunshine 
This is a day in the life of Sunshine. Okay, Sunshine is over there having a little nap on, the, on his favorite pillow on the couch right now. Um, Sunshine mostly sleeps, but he has bursts of play and excitement and energy. And when we, we play fetch and we go for a walk and he comes and he eats and he drinks and he does his other business. And um, often when I go get him for his big moment, he is asleep. So I have to pick him out of it, up from his sleepy place and turn him over. And he likes to fall asleep when I put him in the baby holding position. And then I put him under the light and then sometimes the light and the camera, I think he closes his eyes because the light is a little bright in his eyes and it makes him close his eyes. So maybe it's hard for him to look straight into the light. It could be that as well. I've tried to redirect the light so it's not as directly into his eyes, but he's a sleepy little guy by nature. <laughs> um, but I can say little keywords to him like park, car wash, um, snack, things like that. And then his eyes pop open. It's really cute. Um, Okay, let's see what this is. Uh, real desserts, also mentioned as suggested by a comment below. A further tutorial of this creation would be loved. Adding signatures and spine, etc. Thanks. Also, could we just use batting in between without the paper? Um, yes, you could use batting. Um, I think batting comes in different. I am not a. I'm not a seamstress at all. So I'm assuming batting comes in different thicknesses. And as long as you get the thickness that works for you. The stiffness, that's really what I want to say, the stiffness that works for you, then it should be just fine. Um, absolutely. Okay. L. Van asks, thought of a question while, while I am watching you fill up your journal. How do you decide whether to leave a page blank, blank or uh, decoration on it? It all turns out nice anyway. That's, that's a good question, and that's probably a... Um, a good little thing to talk about here, how much to decorate a journal. Um, I think initially when I go through, I well, um, I've done it a million and one ways, but um, one general trend is go every third page and then, because I don't know exactly how quickly my journal will bulk up. So let's say I have four signatures and I'm going and I'm decorating every third page and I'm going from the first signature, second signature, third signature, fourth. So every third page in the first signature, then switch to the second signature, every third page, then switch to the third, every third page, um, and then the fourth. That way you have even distribution of stuff throughout. That's probably the most important thing with that. Um, but whether or not, and then you, you repeat, you go from the beginning and you go back again. And you can also go from back to front to kind of give it a different feeling of distribution. Because um, sometimes we tend to pick our favorite things to put in first. And you want to just have a nice even distribution of wonderful things all throughout. So if you start from back to front and front to back on and off, it may, it may help that. But the true question here is, how do you decide whether to leave a page blank or not? There's nothing wrong with a good blank page. It's a beautiful thing, and it actually gives the eye an opportunity to rest before it's indulging on the next inspirational things that's going to come across in the journal. When and how many is totally up to you. Um, I would say do what feels good to you. Um, look at your page and see if you're okay with it. Is it a coffee dyed page that's pretty and can stand on its own? Is it a pure white page that just doesn't need anything? It's, it's just being pure white and lovely because the page across from it might be a beautiful contrast and um, you don't want to, you don't want to um, muddy the waters too much and you just want to let it be. Or you might say to yourself, yeah, I need to put something on that page. It's just bugging me. Honestly, that's, that's my um, uh, way to check. It's, 
is it just bugging me or not? If it bugs me, I'll, if it bugs me, if it calls to me, that's a better word. If it calls, better expression, if it calls to me, I will decorate it. If it says, no, leave me alone, I'll just pass it by and let it be its own little wonderful um, uh, naked self. <laughs> okay. Um, Shelly Williams of Williams and Company asks, where do you get those ball pins? I can't seem to find them, these anywhere. Um, you can find them on Amazon and Etsy quite easily. Check for garment pins, bulb pins, gourd kin, pins, pear pins, light bulb pins. Um, you, you should be able to find some. And um, okay. There we go. Uh, hello, Pam. I find your thought process. Oh, this is Karen B. I find your thought process interesting. Some pages you leave. Oh, here it is again. You leave totally blank and say they are fine. Yet some pages that are, are packed with junk, you continue to add with more. Uh, that is something I just don't understand. I think I just answered that. So there you go. Um, I, I guess everybody's wondering why, what, how much, how much is too much? How much is not enough? We didn't really never know. It's all good. I think that's the biggest thing just to remember it's all good. And, it, and it's what makes you happy because you are the creator of this creation. Um, remember, nobody came along and said to Leonardo da Vinci, you're using too much yellow. There's not enough yellow on this thing over here, but you've got too much over here. No, just just let Leonardo be and let, let him enjoy the experience. And, and you decide later whether you like the creation or not. But you know what? Let, let Leonardo be. Not that I'm Leonardo, but I'm just saying, you know, it's like... Um, let the experience be yours and decide for yourself. You're, no, you're going to know internally what's right. You're going to know when you finish your journal, you're going to go back and look and say, hey, maybe I need a little more stuff here. Or hey, maybe there's too much stuff in here. Maybe I put too much in. Maybe I'll make it thinner next time. It's all good. It's okay. Um, Wanda Sinclair asks, where do you get the metal tips? Uh, I think um, she's talking. She must be talking about the metal tips for the glue bottles. If you're talking about, this is an older video, so she might be talking about the art glitter glue and there are, you can buy it from art like like on, on they sell it on Amazon some of the art glitter glue bottles come with the tips on the side and you can even buy the tip by itself but look up art glitter glue metal tip and you'll be able to find it on Amazon if you open the bulb pin first could you use it oh this is from Sharon Thompson um, if you open the bulb pin first could you use it to punch the hole into the items and then close to finish Sounds like a great idea, but, um, and, and yes, if the items are thin enough. If they're thick, uh, sometimes it's easier to use a, uh, uh, like the, um, a needle, a, like a big yarning or darning needle um, to poke through uh, if you don't have a small hole punch, um, just to make it easier on yourself because sometimes things are difficult to punch through with the, the garment pin metal is not that strong. It might bend on you. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. But try it. If it's just a couple pieces of paper, you should be fine. Don Edwards says, Hi, Pam. Do you ever have a problem with paper mites in your old books or paper? If so, what have you done to keep them under control? I haven't had a problem with paper mites or anything like that. Um, pretty much the books I have attained are, are clean. Um, I check them when I buy them at the thrift stores or the libraries and things like that to make sure they're okay. And generally the ones that I have purchased from other places, I do go through and make sure that they're okay. I don't want to bring home a bunch of bugs. But um, you know, you could always put them in a box and spray some bug spray or something like that. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't had that problem, so I don't know. 
Um, I'm sure every, everything is possible with old books. I think it's a very good idea to stay away from mold, especially wet mold. Don't, don't bring that into your house. That's not a good idea. Um, and try to stay away from moldy books too. Okay. Um, question for ma'am. Have you ever tried to or do you know how long or how to lift an image or word you stamped on an old book uh, on a page with clear sticky tape along with the print already on the page? Yes, I did, did a video of that um, just a, a few days ago. So, and then, wait, wait, then she says, along with the print already on the page that comes off after you press it down, they pull back really slowly. Yes, yes. Um, um, just check out my last few videos, maybe two or three videos ago. I think I did that. Um, have you uh, ever run into copyright issues from book images? Uh, no, because I don't um, copy book images. So you get into trouble with copyright. This is Tiffany T. Caldwell. Um, don't photocopy, don't scan and photocopy book images that are under copyright. That's how you avoid that. Um, and if you don't know, don't copy it. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Um, if you collect things that you know are copyright free um, by they're very, very old, they pass certain dates, um, or you have done a lot of research and found that the books are free of copyright, then um, you're okay to do that. But do your research and I would not recommend um, copyright getting into any copyright issues there's just so many other images you can use out there you don't need to but I know it's if you use the actual image like if you buy a book and you bring the book home and you tear the pages out of the book you own that book and you own the pages in that book and you can tear those pages up and use those in your junk journals and sell those junk journals that's okay that's not copyright infringement because you are not photocopying and pretending that you made that yourself um, so in other words that's why people can sell used books I mean really when you think about it it's it would be entirely cop it's a copyrighted book they would not be able to ever sell a used book if the, if copyright covered the actual book so I'm not a copyright expert but this is how I see it um, check with your copyright experts da 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 but um, yes just don't scan and copy the images out of a book that is under copyright still. Okay, and, and sell it, that's the kicker. You don't want to sell it and uh, that type of thing. Uh, Pam, I love the projects on tags. Where do you buy the light bulb clips? Okay, Amazon or Etsy and um, eBay are good places to look. Crate Myrtle Journal says, do you have oh, um, an idea where you put, an idea journal where you put new ideas? Yes, absolutely. And she wants to see if we can have another flip through of one of your trunk journals. Oh, I just did that today or yesterday. And apparently the sound wasn't on. I have no idea why I apologize for that profusely. Um, but um, uh, somebody mentioned, if you watch the video on my podcast on Spotify, which is called the Paper Outpost Podcast, just Google it on Spotify. If you have Spotify, you'll be able to hear the audio according to one woman. So thank you very much for that little tidbit. Um, so there you go, folks. I hope you had an awesome day. Hoping all is well and you're having a magnificent uh, papery experience uh, finding joy in your papers. And I will be talking to you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.